You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet's MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. You better you bet. Thank you on that work. I warned, I warned PJ like a minute and a half ago. I wasn't planning on doing this here, but I, I had it written down for at some point in the show. And then the more the show goes on and the more I should just never be on Twitter in my entire life, that just the more I just see like all of this content today. And it's really for like a couple weeks. I kind of feel like it came to a head today a little bit more and it's going to get worse because there's a month left in the NBA season the MVP stuff and just the debate about Jokic and like, this is not going to turn into the type of segment that it's turned into in a bunch of places. Cause we're a betting show, but I bet a ton of awards PJ, you I'm guessing you probably bet awards markets too. And like care about them. Obviously and NBA MVP is a big award. Like you, you yeah. bet awards I'm guessing, right? I do. Yep. 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 So I, I, I just, so, I mean, like, look, we talk a lot about awards on the show and we, I like to be aware of, like how voting is going to go and how polling goes. And that can a lot of times inform decisions that we make. I also do a lot of historical research on like types of players that win and what type of profile they tend to have statistically and like what type of team they tend to play for, because then that informs my decision-making until we get polling, especially like, you know, the first 30 to 40 games of the season, it's like a big deal because you want to put yourself in a really ideal situation when the polling actually comes out. You want to try to basically guess the polling before the polling happens is a really good idea. So like, I, this is not like Ken Barkley race relations expert. Like this Sigma will have nothing to do with that. I can't talk about that. I don't really know anything about it. Uh, I can't really talk about like being a voter for the awards and what like makes them make their decisions, like getting inside their heads. I try to do that, but like, I'm not one of them. Can't do that either. Just like a lot of the stuff about Jokic this year is just seems honestly, it's like representative of something that happens in awards all the time, which is voter fatigue, which is just people get tired of the same in anything could be an award, could be a, a team that wins the title, could be like a Super Bowl champion, whatever this happened with Brady a ton at the end of his career. People just get tired of whatever the thing that's been happening is and like yearn for something different to happen. That's like new and fun and different and unique. And Jokic has won MVP twice and people are going to be like, no, no, this one's way different because it's like about racism and it's about all this stuff. And like, you could be right. Also, this just feels like every other situation. It's just being framed that way to because it's the it's the same dynamic though it's like being tired of something that has happened for a little bit and trying to find reasons why it should be something different or why it like shouldn't be allowed to continue or now i don't like the person that's been winning so much or whatever um so with Jokic, like the argument essentially has become like should he or should he not be allowed to win three straight mvp awards that there's this like invisible barrier that's been set up and you know like no one's won three in a row since larry bird so like that shouldn't really be he shouldn't really be allowed to win even if he's the best player because he hasn't won a title yet um 
you know, like hasn't had the the playoff success. So like we can't reward him as voters that way. Like, sure. Okay. If you want to say there's like, like an, like a, a, like that, a hint of that throughout NBA history. Um, I think you could definitely make that argument, but like at the same time, I think there's like an incredibly strong case for Jokic this year that can overcome that type of stuff and should. So PJ, I'm just curious. Cause I have like a bunch of other stuff to kind of support this. Like, how about this? Instead of like kind of like making you have to give a really subjective opinion about what's going on behind the scenes, like, do you think Jokic will win this year? I do. Yeah, I do. And really all year, I, I didn't think, and I was trying to pick players. I was in the mindset there's no way he's going to win three times in a row, right? Bird, sure. Chamberlain. That was in the betting Russell, market, the- too. Remember, he yeah. was like 35 to 1, 40 to 1 at the start of the year, because everybody thought that, to your point. Exactly. And you were like looking at players that could do it. I was really high on Kevin Durant when he was with the Nets earlier in the year. And I said, man, when they got rid of Steve Nash and they started to play well, Durant was going to win it. And then he got hurt and Curry's been hurt. And Giannis, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup and Tatum and the Celtics got off to that, such that hot start. And now they've kind of cooled. It's just kind of been process of elimination, Ken, but he's also just been the best player in the league and he just stays healthy. Like that's the thing is his best ability is his availability. He's consistently out there. The Nuggets are the best team in the West because of him. And uh, this is the best team that he's been on. So not only do his numbers keep getting better each and every year, but the team is starting to get better as well. And like, not only is he going to win it, I mean, I don't even see like who you could have as the number two guy. I know Embiid is listed as that, but who would you have? Number I don't two? know. Like between, who, between Embiid and Giannis, who would you have to, or someone else? Uh, I would, I would probably have Giannis at two. I would say, even though Embiid is favored that way, I would have Giannis, but again, Luke is the, or, and Jokic is the clear cut number one. I, I, I didn't think it would be possible that he could win it three times in a row because he's like he's not the the most marketable player in the league, right? Like people that don't follow the NBA or don't know the NBA, he's not like a guy that is constantly in your face. Like he's not a LeBron, he's not a Curry, he's not a Durant. It's Nikola Jokic, who's an unbelievable basketball player. I just thought there is no way that a guy like that when you look at history and the names of Birds, Chamberlain, Russell, icons who have done it three times, if Jordan never did it, LeBron never did it, I was like, there's no way Jokic is going to, but uh, he, he is going to. And he deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just the, – the thing that's really interesting about the timing of this, because I, I kind of want to go in on just like the narrative that like, oh, like oh, these other guys should have won three in a row and it like didn't happen for – some like bizarre magical reason when that's like not even close to what history says. Uh, the the interesting thing about when this is happening is like, okay, let's be really objective for a second instead of being subjective. Um, the timing of this is very interesting because we've, we've, we had a poll. The last Tim Bontem straw poll was uh, what all-star break was two and a half weeks ago, basically um, like about two and a half weeks ago, Jokic winning by daylight landslide um, among all, all like voters that were polled as part of that. So, he is a huge favorite in the market. I think you can still find, I think there's minus 400s even in some places now on him to win. And the polling reflects that he is that likely to win or more. And the really interesting thing is we're not going to have another poll until the end. Like maybe we have, we probably have one like right at the end of the regular season and the markets will already be closed probably at that point. So like the, whatever the next poll is, you won't be able to bet whatever it says. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. 
And so you're left in a very strange position. Uh, and I probably without comparison, I can't think of a situation that's exactly like this, but I'm just haven't been awards long enough. So like there might be a lot of them. I just can't think of one where a non game, like a non sports related reason would make you kind of be like, should he be this big of a favorite? Cause like my, the, the, the problem you have just being objective, the issue that you would have is okay, like what if this really starts to become like an everyday thing that this just gets like beaten into the ground, this like talking, all of the talking points that are especially created by like a couple analysts specifically about all of the various reasons why this guy shouldn't win. And Mike brings up the Aaron Rodgers COVID stuff and like, yes, but Rodgers was also not going for three, which is just, I feel like three so much different than two. I, I mean, to be fair, like, Rodgers is white too. I don't know if we really want to go down that road, but like also like football is a little different and football. You almost like don't have a choice. Like whoever the best guy is like has, to, it's like almost like a rule, like has to win. Like there's a, basically no situation where the best guy hasn't won. It's like been very, very straightforward. And the NBA MVP voting is not very straightforward. There's a ton of examples of like the best guy not winning or it being close among three to four players. NFL, it's like, best quarterback on the team with the one if he has great stats and it can never not be that guy if that guy exists um and so like this this year was pretty easy uh it ended up being pretty easy because jail if jalen hurts hadn't gotten injured it actually would have been really interesting because you would have two candidates that would have fit that so maybe the rogers COVID stuff's the same maybe it's not but if you're just a, a, an award better i don't think this is like panic and go bet joel Embiid or go bet Giannis or something like that but it's just like it just plants that little bit of seed of doubt of just is this really what it's going to be like for five more weeks every day of just like he's stat padding uh you know there's uh systemic racism in the nba voting pool and not even i mean it sounds funny to group those two things together because one's more serious than the other but just like every day another argument is the idea you know it just it's I'm curious if it will have any impact in the market. Hasn't already, hasn't right now because there's no polling that supports that this is having an impact. It feels not made up, but it feels like it's not permeating the voting base right now. Like it feels like that's it's not catching on. I guess would be the right way to put it. That like there aren't a lot of people that think this is true and ha are having that reflect that they're going to vote for Joel Embiid or Giannis or somebody. But we got five more weeks, and this is I'm already exhausted with this stuff because it's just like. Yeah. It's pretty dangerous to just like apply this to a situation where I don't think it necessarily applies. At least I don't think it does. What do I know? Um, but five more weeks, that's a long time. And I'll just be curious if we end up when we get to the finish line. I think if a lot of this had not happened and if and I, it's going to continue to happen, it's five more weeks. Like, what, what are we going to stop talking about this? Uh, I think it will be interesting to see if it has any impact on people changing their votes or um, this kind of like vocal um like subset of like voters basically that are interested in him not winning three in a row it hasn't it hasn't emerged yet at all it's become a, it's a total non it's a total nothing so far but man if it's if it's today every day for five weeks pj i'm like not i this would never cause me to make a bet right now but man like if it's like this every day like how can it not have some impact on what's going to happen at the end? Just like noise, like you're not going to convert anybody. No one's going to rethink this. I, I think it's at least interesting. I don't think it, it means go bet something, but I'm just mm -hmm. curious like what this looks like in four to five weeks. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me ask you a question. If Jokic does win it this year and he's a three-time MVP, where do you think he is to start next season? Like as he that goes That's such a good question. That's such a good do question. You, do you uh, think so, I mean, so like, would you say Luca's probably Luca the favorite? Would you say for next year? Would Luca open up as the favorite? So Luca was the preseason favorite this year. Mm-hmm. He'll make first or second team all NBA. Probably first. We'll see how they close the year. And the guards are nuts like you got what are you not put a lillard on first team all nba this year um yeah. so just like you know luke will be like an all nba player uh he'll have a super high win total projection no matter what next year they might pay Kyrie, and then like the win total projection gets better actually now should he be the favorite if Kyrie's on the team because like it's going to be a little different Ky- luka was basically one of the reasons luka was the favorite entering this year is he and Jokic share that like i call it heliocentric just term I stole from Rosillo, who uses it all the time on his pod, but just like where the offense entirely centers around one player. And so mm. that players are able to accumulate stats and efficiency at like a crazy rate because they always have the ball. Harden with Houston was like another example of an offense yep. like that. If Kyrie's on the team, that's not what that's like. And so even though the team could be better, is it actually less likely that he wins? No, he doesn't have one yet. So that's like a huge advantage to him because again, I feel like people are always looking for something new when, when applicable. The other thing is John ja Morant was going to be like a very low priced player in this market next year. Like he wasn't going to be the favorite and he kind of was pretty disappointing from a metric standpoint this year. We could talk about the off the court stuff too, but with the off the court roped in, like, like how is he rated going? Like the Grizzlies are going to have a really high win total next year. He's going to be a thing. Tatum will definitely be one of like the three favorites next year because the Celtics yep. will have a monster win total projection again. And Embiid will be among the favorites too, but like, does Harden go back to Houston? Is Embiid going to start being past prime in terms of his MVP window? Like, especially at his age and size, like you don't have many years of this from him. This might be the last one or one of the two last ones where it's like this level. And then it's like, okay, who else if not that? So, okay, if I had to guess, Luca and Tatum, probably like the like co-favorite-ish, something like that. And Bede will be really short priced. That's probably your three. And then, like, I don't, I mean, it could be like any number of, of guys after that. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. You bring up a good point about Kyrie, too. Yeah, I was just thinking about where Jokic would go. Do you, th- so you think he would start at like north of like 30 to one, 40 well, to one? Here's the funny he- thing, because I'm supposed to say he can't win again, right? Except like, right. I did 20 shows last summer where I'm like, I don't think he can win again. And I was the same. And so, way. like, so, like, I, what am I going to do that again and be be dumb, be dumb twice in a row? What fool me once? Whatever that is. So, I just, it's just funny as a setup. Just, I, I want to get this in just because this is one of the reasons I want to do this segment. That was a really good question about next year, and we should spend more time on that if we get time. Just like 
in a lot of the historical situations where a guy won two in a row, because this is what comes up all the time now, it's just like, well, this guy didn't ever won three, and this guy never won three. Like, you look at the last few examples of guys winning two in a row, there was like an obvious candidate in the third year who passed the player who had won two straight. Like, it's not, it's like, oh, well, LeBron should have won three. Like, Kevin Durant in 2014 was the best player in the league. Right. It wasn't LeBron James. By all statistical measurement, Durant was the best player. So, like, but LeBron should have had three. Like, were you there? Do you remember? Like, I just, these are the kind of things that drive me nuts with a bunch of these. I just, it's like, okay, like, what are all the years where it should have happened? Like, Duncan, 0203. Kevin Garnett was the best player in the league in 2004. Like, this, we didn't, like, it's not like Tim Duncan was the best and we were like, ah, Garnett. Like, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. So I just, it's a bunch of situations like that. Giannis in 19 and 20. Everyone's like, well, Giannis didn't win three in a row. That's because Nikola Jokic was the best player in the league that year. That's why that happened. Like, it wasn't because Giannis, there was some secret agenda that prevented him from winning three in a row. Like, I just, it's, it's just not what happened. Like, just not, just not what happened. Like, see the numbers, not what happened. Um, and just the reason why this Jokic situation is so weird is that, like, it's this weird needle that he's had to thread where the team is so much better than the first two and he's better than the first two years. And that's the only reason this can happen. It's like a bizarre coincidence almost that the best team that he's ever been on is the third year. And the best he's ever been is the third year. And it doesn't usually happen like that. So like, I, yeah. I don't know if it's racism or anything else. It, it might just be that. We're, we're gonna do, maybe we'll do more on this after the break. I promise we'll do Lockatology at, at some point because I'm actually really excited about it. Uh, college basketball, NBA, whatever. More stuff coming after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.